My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Derek Johnson. He is U.S. Army veteran, a trainer and a life coach. Hello, Derek. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Anna. It's a pleasure being here. Yes, thank you. So let's start a conversation by sharing your story of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? So how it all started is as a child in school, I was always the quiet kid because I was the observer. So growing up in a home where alcoholism was there, lot of violence and a lot of crazy stuff. But I was the quiet kid who would just observe the room. And I feel like that was a gift and like the cheat code in life to connect with others. So in school, I was naturally chosen as the group leader, even though I was the quiet kid, but just because I was always just so calm, because at home, it was crazy. So anything outside of the home was easy. (laughs) So I enjoyed being in groups and being in teams and helping people. So it started in school, just being the team leader in sports or group projects. And then from there in sports and martial arts, I learned that I really enjoyed teaching people or helping people. And so as a child and a teenager, I just always had a feeling that my career would go in a path of helping people. And back then I didn't know strictly what it was. And then I fell in love with fitness. So fitness was always my outlet of the trauma or dark times, because that was where I could release and then I would feel better afterwards. And then I would always aim to help somebody. So that was the way that I would overcome those dark times was through fitness, helping others. And then eventually that started career in the military and then led to coaching, personal training and life coaching. So a lot of life experiences, which then I wanted to teach others what could help them as well. You had a lot of challenges in your life, but at least you knew that there's something within you. There is a potential to help others and bring those experience into a light and showing what people can achieve. And with your experience being in military, what did you learn from it? I know it's a lot of discipline involved. Would you say that this is a life lesson for you and a life skill that you can apply in your um, personal and professional life? And also, how beneficial is it for others to incorporate as a practice in their daily basis? Yes, that's a great question. So number one, one thing that I took from the US Army into other fields was camaraderie and team building, especially when you don't like the person. So we've all worked for a company or maybe have staff or employees that maybe you don't agree on politics, whatever the views are. But at the end of the day, if something were to happen, you have each other's back. So that's one of the biggest lessons in the military was 
even though if he and I or she and I had opposing views on everything, if violence or something happened, we had each other's back. As we would say, we had each other's six. So we knew the trust and the bond was there 100%. Because with some family or friendships, maybe they'll run when danger happens. But you know the right people will have your back and you'll protect them and vice versa. So number one would definitely be camaraderie, just the team building and going through the suck. In the military, we always say a phrase called embrace the suck. So if you and I were in boot camp together, we were in the mud, we went through deployment, went through this, went through that, we went through all those wild times. So when the team is relaxing and eating dinner or lunch, they have tons of stories. And that bond is stronger than just a friendship or relationship, because maybe those couples or those friendships did not have those level of experiences pushing through that pain threshold or a mental threshold. So number one, I would definitely say team building and camaraderie. And then number two would just be the discipline of doing more hard things. So obviously with the military, we wake up early, work out. I've done that most of my life. And that right there was just the foundation of waking up at four, exercising by five, and I could either be running, weightlifting, martial arts, just anything getting the body moving. So doing something hard in the morning and then the rest of the day is pretty much easier. So you're more relaxed because sometimes the day can start emails, calls, staff, people need you. And you haven't even had 30 minutes to yourself. Stress, anxiety, anger, every emotion is high. So releasing first in the morning definitely has been very beneficial to myself and others. Right. And also it brings you to that present moment as well. You have to find this kind of practice, either like you said, it's, um, you know, physical movement, fitness, martial arts, meditation, even for people to start their day on the right foot, you know, like, because it's the foundation of how the day will unfold and um, your readiness for the opportunities to come to you and embrace them and uh, also we have to prioritize our mental and physical health to the point to understand that it's important to focus on our own well-being first in order to give others the more we are balanced and you know have that energy that we can share with others the more people will receive or have that kind of benefit from us as well. Don't you think so? Yes, I totally agree. When we take care of ourselves, people can feel it. So I'll give an example. I usually have my first coaching call or training session in person by 7am, but I've been up since four. So I had at least two hours to myself. And then all day long, people always ask like, man, you're always like on it. Like your energy is great. But they didn't know that maybe the first two hours I was not feeling that way, but I had to earn it. So I've always believed that we have to earn calmness, confidence, that good energy, because if we don't take care of ourselves in the morning, we're going to infect people feeling annoyed, being in traffic, just being aggressive, sad, whatever emotion or emotional mental state we're in. But if we can just have a solid morning routine, we have to have that to prime the rest of the day. So that way we're not showing up to the office or family functions like, don't want to be there. And we don't want to be that person. It's all about bringing the light to the room rather than draining the energy. Because we've all been around somebody where you could be shopping at Target and somebody could be standing behind you in line. Mm -hmm. And if their energy is off, you start mm -hmm. looking behind you just because they have such negative, toxic or dark energy because they just maybe have not taken care of themselves. And then in reverse, we've been around people that they make your day. Maybe you're not having a good day. And an old lady talks to you about pasta and 
why it's her favorite dish or whatever it is. And you didn't know that you needed that 30 second interaction. So being that person to others rather than draining. So I like to look at the simple steps and the simple moments of how can I show up better? Let me take care of myself so I can serve others more. Right. And those simple steps, we have to first uh, take responsibility that we are the one creative our life experiences. And we have that power of choice every single moment, right? So we are facing exactly. with the opportunity to choose. And again, it depends what mindset we're in, because that really affects the choice that we're going to make. And that will uh, later like affect the direction that we're going through that day. And eventually, if we want to see ourselves achieving those goals, every single step that we're taking towards that direction matters because it's all about the compound effect. We're not going to see ourselves achieving overnight, but with being committed and consistent with our action and taking those actions from the place where we are mindful, we come. And we really understand, you know, the consequences of our choice, taking that responsibility. That's the most important part, because a lot of times people blame others, circumstances, what's exactly you know, in, happening in their life, because they're not satisfied with what they have. But at the same time, they don't understand that they're the ones created this. They have oh, to yes. look at it from a different perspective. What are your thoughts on that? One of my favorite quotes is, the world is not as it is, the world is as you are. The world is not as it is, the world is as you are. So if I wake up, take care of myself, work out, drink water, eat a healthy breakfast, my energy and vibration is high. So I see the world full of opportunities, full of positivity. The sun is shining. Oh, today's raining. Nice. Oh, there's a bird. Like You just start paying attention to everything in a positive light. Then in reverse, if I wake up late and I hit snooze five times, and then I'm late to a call and everything stacks up. I see the world. This sucks. I hate that. Why me? Why this? Got... So everything is in reverse. So if we just take care of ourselves and our bases, we will start to see the light. And it sounds simple, sounds easy. It's definitely difficult if somebody does not live in that state. But if they can remind themselves, the world is not as it is, the world is as you are. So if you're in a positive state, you're going to see things in a positive light. Even during the dark times, you'll find those solutions. But if not, we're only going to see problems or we're going to feel like we're drowning because we haven't been taking care of us first. Right. And also we have to find this way to bring ourselves to present moment because sometimes we've been stuck in the past as well with, you know, a lot of experience that we had or traumas in our childhood or whatever happened. Every one of us went through something. But again, we have to find a way to let go of that you know, first experience it, you know, feel it, let yourself feel that emotion and understand yes. no more than just a feeling and just let it go and not being stuck and relieving it in your mind because it's also another way of us preventing ourselves to moving forward. And uh, we have to find that peace with whatever happened and really uh, know that, in the present, that's where the power is. And you can choose and you can change at any point of time. You're not defined by what's happened to you. You are yes. a different person now. You know, we don't understand that we're changing all the time. We're not static. 
we're always changing and we have to forgive ourselves and give ourselves grace and also being grateful for everything that we have, all the tools, opportunities, people in our life that really support oh, yes. us in our decision. And there is always a way to move forward to, to get better. What do you think about it? I totally agree with that. And how people see that, they see themselves. And so I would also suggest that people look at what they consume. Maybe it's a bad food. Maybe it's all processed. Maybe they, they drink artificial drinks. Maybe they wake up at six and they turn on the TV and they turn on the media, which is 99% negative. Maybe they wake up and instantly look at their phone and then they see a sad dog video or something. But controlling that first 30 minutes of waking up of what they consume if they can just start consuming more natural things, or maybe not even touching the device and really just having a moment. If it's not an exercise, just think, be grateful. It's like we both woke up today. So we're blessed. A lot of people wake up and complain where they don't even say thanks for just still being alive and here right now. So being grateful for just the smallest thing, because there's always somebody that has it worse. But if we woke up today, that's a blessing in itself, no matter where we are in the world or what situation we're in. But I like how you mentioned to release so my senior teacher in high school, I remember I was going through some personal things and nobody could ever really tell, but he could tell because I was good at just playing that role and not showing it because people depended on me. And he pulled me into the hallway. He's like, hey, let's go in the hallway. And he's like, I'm not going to ask you what's happening, but I'm going to tell you to, it's okay to be human. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, he said it again. And like for the first time in years, I just like cry for 10 minutes straight in his arms. I'm like... 18 years old, I was like, what is happening right now? But he could just tell that I was holding stuff in for so long. And that always stuck with me is just every now and then just remind yourself, it's okay to be human. And we're not saying necessarily to cry every single day, but sometimes emotions build up where maybe we just have to yell for 30 seconds or cry for 30 seconds, go to the car if you're at work and just breathe, meditate, pray, visualize, whatever you need to do in that moment, but just release because if not, every little thing that happened is just going to feel like boiling or the icing on the cake. One person does something in traffic and then they snap. And it's usually the result of 10 different small things that happen, but he or she did not really cause the eruption. They just added to it because we never release. We're just like a, a tea kettle that's about to boil. And one thing happens and we just pour all over everybody. So I would definitely recommend that people take advantage of things that help them release. So I like to think of something simple as number one, an exercise. We've never had a workout that we necessarily regret. We feel better afterwards. We're calmer. Thoughts and ideas flood to us. From there, I would also recommend hiking and just being there with nature, taking off your shoes and socks. There's a term called grounding, like going like this with your toes in the sand, in the gravel, in the grass, and just being in that moment, looking at the birds, using your senses. And it sounds very basic and straightforward, but people are missing that because everything is screen, 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 tablet, iPad, calls, this, this, and this, where they never actually stop just to look at the trees, the birds, or whatever is around them, and just being there, and just being present and still for a moment, because everybody's go, 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 where sometimes we just need to stop, breathe, be grateful, and just be present in the moment. Right, and it's beautiful exercise when we connect with nature because we have to understand we're not human doing, we're human being. And that state of being, sometimes we feel like we're doing nothing and, you know, we're just being lazy, but it's not the case. It's also important practice. It's always energy that we um, 
supposed to let it flow. It's kind of like we receive and we give at the same time and it's energy yes. flowing and we need to, uh, you know, let it be the way it is and also recharge ourselves and with us connecting with nature, we ground ourselves and we recharge and we experience um, that flow that's supposed to be happening naturally. And it helps us really to, um, to have that creativity, to have that, um, you know, calmness, serenity, and everything is just for our own benefit, but we don't usually do it as a daily practice. And like you said, we're always on the run and we're not thinking about it as being important or like a priority for us. And yes. uh, maybe it's different for every one of us. Somebody can go on hiking, biking or anything that you can find for yourself, what's working for you how you connect with nature, but really just observing everything around you and seeing the beauty of it and knowing that it's, you know, it's part of who you are as well, right? Yes. So really connecting to it, knowing that we all came from the same source of energy and we are here together for a purpose because I believe every single person here on earth, uh, you know, been born for purpose to serve and we have our unique gifts and talents to share with others but yes. again we need to to really connect to our true authentic self to understand what that is and to find that joy and fulfillment in what we do and now we already know what is it that we can share with others but again we need to get to that uh place where we feel that flow of energy and where we have that creativity and we allow exactly. ourselves to um you know really understand what is it that we're here to do because sometimes it takes time to get to that place but with us making those practices on a daily basis that's where we're going to get to that direction and eventually we'll see ourselves evolve into a different um person that person that was supposed to be here and now we know what we're here for yes so it's very important to um really dedicate time and making a priority for ourselves our own self-care and knowing that we're going to create a ripple effect with us making that time and yes. um, yeah I, I, want to I totally agree with on what practices you would suggest people to incorporate let's say like two or three that you think is very beneficial to bring them in that place where they feel that creativity being mindful and being really connecting with their authentic truth self okay that's a great question so i like to start with the night and the morning so my suggestion and this is a trick if people have not tried this is whenever you're done with your day you completed your tasks and if you do have a bedtime or whenever you're tired but the key is to not look at any devices electronics an hour before bed because the devices keep people awake and it affects their sleep. So starting at night, not looking at the phone. I know some people are listening to this, but not looking at the screen, no matter what it is, but that blue light is going to affect their sleep. So I would recommend step one, an hour before bed, not looking at any devices. And then step two, 
not looking at what time they went to bed. Because some people, they'll get in bed and they say, I got to be up in four hours. The alarm goes off in six hours. Because if I don't sleep then, then my first meeting's at eight. And then the brain is rushing and they don't get quality sleep. But if they go to bed because they're tired and they don't look at the time. And the next thing is I would recommend everybody wake up at the exact same time. The reason why their circadian rhythm and just their internal clock, it'll feel like clockwork where eventually they're going to wake up before their alarm. And just by having that night routine and the morning routine before anything else, they will feel into flow, excuse me, they will get into flow easier before adding things to it. Because I feel like a lot of people, they look for the newest thing, the newest book, the newest this, the newest that, but they never actually sleep well and their morning routine is not there or it doesn't help them. So if they can just start with that before bed and the first hour in the morning, that's going to help them a ton with other things because some people they've tried the meditation or visualization, but maybe they fall asleep. Maybe they try to meditate, but the mind doesn't stop, but it could relate to their night and their morning. So I would start with those two simple things before adding things. But besides that, to help get more into the present moment is self-inflicted adversity. So a difficult workout, a long swim, a long run, calling these people that they don't feel like doing, anything that they see as hard or annoying or difficult, doing more of that. Afterwards, you're going to get that rush. So anytime that we make that call that we didn't want to or do that workout, we all get a rush and a boost of confidence. And in that moment, we feel powerful and in control. And that's when the floodgates of ideas, opportunities, and advice just come to us where we're almost like a vessel. We took care of us. So we're just blessed with the instant thought, hey, I should reach out to them. And then we create an opportunity where an hour ago, we were just selfish. Me, me, me. Why this? Why that? But once we take care of ourselves, then we can show up better for others. Definitely. And morning and evening routine and sleep, also very important aspects that we should address and understand that really like with us sleeping well and having that uh, time where we recharge and in the morning we really wake up consistently at a certain time and start that morning with you know again focusing on ourselves and giving yes. ourselves what we need and feeling the best at that place where we feel the best that's how we start our day and our day will go you know very differently from if we didn't do it in the morning so that first decision it matters you know because this is how you're gonna see yourself um receiving those opportunities and again like with us talking about nothing will happen but every one of us should you know experience for themselves this is how we learn through experience but we need yes. to really like commit to that process like i mentioned it's not overnight but give yourself 30 days but do it really consistently every single day and then you see for yourself how would you feel and yes. then from that knowing that i'm feeling so much better and this confidence builds up as a result of what I'm doing, then you see the uh, really like the connection between your choice and what you receive and how you feel at the moment. Then you know oh, yes. like, this is you who created that. And if you continue doing that, it's just, you know, increase the um, effectiveness of what you're doing. 
and it will give you that different uh, life that you're looking for in the end you could be in a different place a year from today people yes. sometimes underestimate what could be done within a year 100 percent, because the compound effect might be in reverse for them where i like to think of it as i challenge everyone to say what seeds am i planting in my morning what seeds am i planting in my morning meaning am i opening up my phone looking at negative news Am I not in control of what's going to be on my newsfeed 10 minutes after waking up and I see something sad or dramatic? That is planting a seed in your mind. So what I do in the morning, I wake up, go to the kitchen, drink water, take my dog out, look around, close my eyes, feel the wind or whatever is there. Even if it's raining, we still go out. I feel the rain. I feel the heat, whatever weather is happening. But I'm not looking at anything. I might post because my content is more to help and inspire people, but I'm not actually consuming. So I might post the morning routine, but I'm not actually looking at anything. So my seeds are all positive, empowering. And then after the gym, I come home, then I start to look at stuff because I'm more open. So it's not going to affect me because I have zero control. If I'm going to see a sad dog video at 6 a.m. on Facebook that my cousin posted, I'm like, and then that negative seed is in my mind. And that happens to a lot of people. So the first thing to look at is their email. Oh, I have a bill due in two days. Oh, this happened with the politics. Oh, this happened with this person and this. And it's not even 7 a.m. yet. And they keep planting these negative seeds. And then they're surprised by 3 or 4 p.m. why they feel so drained or they can't focus or they can't perform when all they did all day long was plant negative seeds. So it's nearly impossible to feel in an empowered state because all day long, they've just been putting negative toxic stuff in their mind. But looking at it in that light, what seeds am I planting? just making the right decision to plant more positive seeds. And even when stressful moments, trauma, darkness happens, they won't be affected as much because their mind is open. And when their mind is open, they'll easy, excuse me, they'll easily find a solution because they're already in a high vibration rather than negative seeds, problem happens. Why me? Why this? And then it just goes in reverse. They don't find solutions. They just feel like they're drowning in problems, issues, and debt. But it's amazing what happens just by looking at the simplicity of what seeds am I planting and setting up a, I allow myself to do this and I do not allow myself to do that. Like my thing, I don't even watch the news. I don't know what's happening in the world, teach their own, but I don't look at it because it's negative and it doesn't affect me at all. Like I don't even look at the weather. If it's raining, I'm like, oh, nice, it's raining, but I can't control what's happening everywhere in the world. So I don't look at it at all. I'm not going to pretend things don't exist, but it has nothing to do with my life here. I'm here to serve people and help people. And if I'm putting this in my mind, I'm going to infect people. So I would challenge people to stop watching negative stuff. And last thing is listen to more empowering and positive music. A lot of music is about heartbreak, breakups, depression. And if they're always listening to these artists, maybe they are working out in the morning. Maybe they are doing this stuff. But if everything they're listening to is negative, then they're planting seeds of that as well because they keep thinking about past relationship or past trauma. So I would challenge people to only plant positive seeds in your morning routine. Right, and it's very powerful to understand that we're not in control of what's happening externally, people, news, TV, yes. social media, all of that is a distraction. All what we're in control of, what we choose to think, and that's a choice. We can choose to think anything that we want. We're in control of that. 
And we have to filter what comes in our mind, knowing that, like you mentioned, it's a seed that's planted that will affect my own personal, professional life, interaction with other people. And that should be um, an understanding that I'm the one choosing what I'm going to think about, what I'm going to focus on, and what is my priority, what matters to me, and why am I doing this? You have to know why. What is your intention, right? Because behind all the action, there is an intention. And what are you trying to achieve with what you're focusing on? Not just flow, going with the flow and, you know, how people on automatic pilot, sometimes they don't know why they do certain things. And um, with us really clarifying that for ourselves, knowing why, knowing the intention behind it, knowing the result that we're trying to achieve, we have to have that end result and goal in our mind. Again, maybe it's, it's going to unfold in a different way that you expected, right? Yes. But if you know the direction where you're going, because that's important. Sometimes, uh, you know, like if we don't know exactly what we want, we, we don't know what we want or what we're trying to achieve. It's hard for us to go to that direction. We need to be clear on that goal. And 100%. the more clear we are, the better. The more specific we are, the better. Like I said, it could unfold in a different way, but we have to know uh, that GPS, like internal GPS, because otherwise we could be all over the place. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people are not crystal clear on what they want. You could ask somebody in public or in your circle. Most people will not know how to answer the question, what fulfills you? Or what is your version of success? Mm -hmm. Or what is your ultimate goal? Any questions along those lines, most people will get stuck on because they're not clear. Or they say, wow, that's a great question. I haven't thought of that. I'm not sure. Let me get back to you. Where that is good that they want to start getting clear on that, but it's scary and sad that the majority of people do not know how to answer those questions because they maybe don't think of it. And as you mentioned, they might just be going on autopilot. Uh, One of my favorite books is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And he, he coined a phrase called drifters. So a lot of people are drifters. They're just like going with the flow, kind of like a jellyfish in the ocean. It just gets pushed everywhere and just (laughs) going all over. And they're just like, ah, nonchalant. But they never really do anything big. And they're never truly happy, satisfied, or fulfilled. But the most fulfilled people, they have direct focus, as you mentioned, the intention. How do I want to feel after this workout? How do I want to feel after doing this thing? How do I want this call to flow? How do I want this to go? The intent of everything. I even do something, my friends think I'm crazy for this, but I even have an intent of social media. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, I have a lunch break. I'm going to open up the app. I need just some interruption. I'm just going to watch funny videos for 15 minutes. My intent is to laugh, look at something positive, eat something, and then go back to work, back to what I'm doing. I even have an intent with every single thing. Even if somebody does it with an email, my intent with this email or to open up my email is to delete all these or to send these 10, but actually be intentional about it. Because a lot of the times where we're just drifting, we open up the email, and then we open up Amazon, and then we open up Nike.com. Then next thing we know, we didn't do anything. And then time goes by, then stress and anxiety goes up, then we're annoyed. And that just trickles all by not being intentional. They're kind of just like, "Eh, blah. And it's hard to get anywhere just being that way. And as you mentioned, being clear, if somebody can get clear on how they want to look, feel, 
the relationships they want, where they live, what it looks like, every minor detail, they will start to get a rush and even chills while they work on that thing. But if they don't have the GPS and they're just going to be going in circles, going to detours, not really knowing where they're going and just kind of, eh, I'm praying, hoping and wishing for the best and we'll see what happens. But everyone definitely just has to get crystal clear on what they want. Yes. And that's important for us to keep in mind. And I'm so grateful we had time to meet today. Thank you. I appreciate for it. Sharing your thoughts and wisdom. And for Thank those you. who'd like to connect with you, how can they find you? So the easiest way is on Instagram or Facebook. It's going to be fit with Derek, F-I-T-W-I-T-H, with the number two at the end. Fit with Derek two. And so on there, just post positive content or content on real topics. And the intent is just to interrupt people's news feeds with some things that'll make you think and to really be that eye opener. It's like, Hey, you know what? I need to tighten up. I need to get serious about life again. Beautiful. And I also added to show notes as well. And in closing, what would you like to tell people as a thought for today? As a thought for today? Mm -hmm. What should they focus on today as a most important uh, I would say priority. Okay. I would prioritize what time you're going to wake up and what time gap you're going to have for yourself. So an example could be Michelle wants to get up every day at 6 a.m. And by 6.30, she's in the gym or on a walk. So choosing the wake up time, exact same time, seven days a week, and choosing the gap, the duration of when you're going to have you time. Because most people, they show up for everyone else, but they don't take care of themselves. Right. Yes. And thank you so much. I, hope I appreciate you it. Day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, follow my show and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. To check out Intern Store, go to internpodcast.com. Stay tuned.